Welcome to the Elusive Truth with Rich and Larry. January has come and gone, and it looks like Clown World is here to stay. So let's dive right into the rabbit hole with this podcast. Enjoy. Hey, Rich. Gary, are you on your way back yet? Just rolling, sitting in Tacoma traffic. Yes, indeed. Yeah, dollar short, day late. <laughs> so, how are you doing? Can, have you seen any Canadian truckers out there? I wish I could go a little bit further north. I'm happy that the media is finally showing us what's happening. And, you know, God bless the Canadian truckers for what they're standing up for. The people as well. My goodness. Well, it is. And I've also heard all the misinformation come out. Uh, They're accusing these Canadians of being uh, uh, violent rioters. And I'm like, what? The Canadians are some of the most passive people around. Yeah, this is some of the nicest uh, protesting I've seen in a long time. Did you hear what it Trudeau? Sure did you hear what Trudeau said to about the? Yes, small fringe minority of people who are on their way to Ottawa or who are uh, holding unacceptable uh, views uh, that they are expressing do not represent the views of Canadians who have been there for each other, who know that following the science and stepping up to protect each other is the best way to continue to ensure our freedoms, our rights, our values as a country. I think uh, uh, I got a big dose of of, uh, estrogen when he was talking. Oh, that guy's. Like, I don't understand. He sounded, he sounded like such a wimp, making up nothing. Everything that came out of his mouth was a lie. He, I mean, uh, if they have Democrats, uh, he's definitely a Democrat up there. I know he's not, but he is just—he's definitely on the left, and he is—he's got—he's uh, not human. And what he's doing, to the Canadians—that's ridiculous. And and they know that's why they're they're supporting it. When you see everybody standing outside, freezing cold. Still, yeah, this is the middle and coldest month of the year for them Canadians. Their protest, the narrative's over. The rest of the world is waking up, and I can't believe they, they, they continue to do these type of things. Well, you're right, but I can't believe that if anybody hasn't woken up to this by now, I'm, I'm just, you know, flabbergasted. They can't even, you know see what's going on. Right. Well, again, the media is being very manipulative. Here they are trying to show us uh, what they want to show. But apparently, like I said, the Canadians, some of the nicest people in the world standing up for their rights. Even all the pictures I've seen, they're not looting. They're not burning anything. This started with vaccine mandates, but for most here, it's about a lot more. Well over a thousand people lining the Trans-Canada Highway outside of Winnipeg in minus 30 wind chills protesting what they call government overreach. It all started a couple days ago in Delta, B.C., truckers protesting vaccine mandates at the border. Now, as the convoy logs more kilometers, it's getting more support. You said you, you said it's important for the government to hear. You said it's, it's crucial that you listen to the people. Listen to this, Mr. Trudeau. Listen to it. Can you hear us now? Can you hear us now? Is, this is how you're supposed to do it. Uh, they're letting their voice be heard, and I stand with them, and I know the rest of the world stands with them. Um, I've even heard that I guess now some uh, American truckers are going to join at the border as well on our side. I did hear that, and you know, uh, all these truckers, they're not funded by nonprofits. 
they're doing this on their own dime. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. They're, they're independent truckers. This is... You know, I was thinking, oh, gosh, what if they work for, let's just, you know, name a big U.S. trucking company, Swift. And now the cancel culture starts to go after Swift. We saw all these Swift trucks there. Swift bad. Uh, uh, you know, they always still find ways to attack any of these truckers in Canada if they're working for large trucking companies. I'm just, I'm just guessing this now, you know what I'm saying? Because they always look for someone to attack, cancel them out. But you said it, a lot of them are independents. They are. Most of them, I think a, a majority of them are independents. What's nice is that you're seeing solidarity between regular truckers and the citizens because they're definitely supporting it. It's not just like there's a bunch of trucks sitting there with the horns and nothing happening. I mean, there's a lot of people outside participating and very much showing support. Uh, so I heard something about that over $6 million was uh, raised on GoFundMe. And, yep. You know, that's the next thing is because we know the, the, the vaccinations and the mass mandates and all the other stuff was ridiculous. And now they're still trying to do their last hurrah. Uh, it just amazes me that uh, they're still still clutching at straws, so to speak. Well, I get a kick out of uh, how did how did they have the Omicron booster ready when when it popped out of nowhere? How could they have developed it already? Well, from what I understand, it won't be ready until March, and I believe uh, Omicron is over. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, they, the, the stuff that they feed us, uh, you know, even look at poor Joe Rogan, and not even poor by any means. They're trying to make it sound like that he's hurt and all these people are going after him and against him, but he is the most listened to person probably in the world. <laughs> what is it, 50 million uh, listeners? Something crazy like subscribed. that. Subscribed. You know, it's huge compared to CNN's, you know, 1000 listeners. Yeah. Well, I heard that all Joe Rogan did, he didn't like capitulate and make some apology for uh, having, you know, Dr. Malone on and all this stuff and this whole Neil Young thing about uh, Spotify. And that's what got Rogan in trouble. You know, Neil Young and Joni Mitchell came out and said, uh, uh, you know, they don't want Spotify to play their music. They're going to pull it all. Right. And because of Joe Rogan. Right. And Spotify did pull them. The crazy thing is I've even heard things that, oh, Joe Rogan came out and he apologized and this and that. And then I just saw something that was all false as well. It he was. Never... What he did is he says, I'm sorry that Neil Young's music can't be heard out there. On on Spotify, I grew up with the stuff. It was there everywhere, whatever. And he apologized. He's feeling like saying, "I'm feel sorry for Neil Young now." That's that's what he turned it into, and uh, just spun the whole apology. I remember being in high school and listening to Neil Young and hearing his music and Joni Mitchell and whatnot. It's all right, average music. Uh, it's no loss. You know, if we don't have to hear from them again. Well, Spotify is the only place you can get it. Well, That's I mean, the funny part. There's, I'd rather listen to Tom McDonald and Adam Calhoun. And even if they told me, hey, you know, this vax mandate and et cetera and et cetera is, you know, bad and misinformation and I want to be taken off Spotify and all you other anti-vaxxers, you know, well, Good riddance to you guys, but they're not. Have at it, yeah. I mean, I, my point I'm trying to say is that I don't care if you sing, play the drums, bass, guitar, whatever. 
I listen to your music for relaxation or pure enjoyment of the music that is, you know, produced by people. Again, going along with these athletes that tell me that I should, you know, be oppressed and, you know, should be all this wokeism is crazy and I don't listen to them. Same thing with actors. I go watch their movies. I enjoy the movies that are presented to me and <laughs> they have no <laughs> bearing. I don't care what you think. You are not on the same level as 99% of every human on this planet because we all have to work and you're in make-believe land making millions. Your life is nothing like ours whatsoever. They so don't, I don't live in reality. I don't listen to them. I like athletes. I like football players. I mean, it's great, but I haven't watched football in so long. It's ridiculous. I don't even know what's going on. More importantly is that these people and these teams that I like and cherish, I don't need it. You know, I, I watch that for enjoyment, you know, the, the rivalry and, you know, the, the, the sports. And when they start being woke and doing all this crazy stuff, you know, no basketball, forget uh, all that. Oh, the NBA puts Black Lives Matter on in the center court. They labeled the, they labeled the floor all last year. You know, I used to listen to and watch NASCAR. I used to be a big fan of that. And, pss, you know, don't need that anymore. And I watch Cletus. Well, it's funny that you mentioned football. Well, I watch uh, uh, Cletus McFarland, you know. That's my NASCAR. You know, local yeah. racing. Yeah, that's much better. Well, he's in Florida, so not really local. But you know what I mean. He's an amateur dude, and he's, well, he's got millions, too. So he's probably not amateur anymore. No, that's right. But he's not the NASCAR. You're not, he's not a racer. But he has people on. But you know what I mean. It's It's amazing how... The people that we're watching on YouTube and uh, listening to on Spotify, you know, like Joe Rogan, how popular and how much more influence that I get from that than watching ABC or NBC or, you know, CBS for that matter. And, you know, it's weird because you got Fox News. I see conflicting reports. Sometimes Fox is actually presenting actual news again. Take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> Thank God for Tucker. He 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 slips in a lot of stuff. Yeah, Tucker Carlson, and he's he also getting lot, slammed yeah. too. It's like he's just talking the truth, and they keep trying to tell us how bad it is. And I got to keep reminding myself that even what they're saying is not truthful. So, oh, of course. It, you know, it just same with Joe Rogan. I mean, everybody is still listening to him. He might have lost maybe two listeners out of all this mess. <laughs> because the, the left wasn't listening to him anyway. But. Well, uh, I'd like to hear what he's going to say about uh, uh, that NFL game yesterday in L.A. and what's going to happen at the Super Bowl. You know, uh, the governor of California went down to that game last night. The mayor of San Francisco went down to L.A. They were playing in L.A. And uh, they're all elated at their, their California teams hosting uh, their own town for the Super Bowl in two weeks. So they caught Gavin Newsom. He took Rob Lowe to the game. So he had a Hollywood, you know, celebrity with him. And, uh, there, there, there were some pictures of Rob Lowe and Gavin Newsom, you know, totally maskless among tens of thousands or, you know, a hundred thousand, whatever is in there. Uh, and, and, and LA Mayor Garcetti, no mask at the game at the sport event. But, you know, Omicron doesn't come into sporting events. It stays outside the stadium. <laughs> well, yeah, because there's plexiglass surrounding it, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure the plexiglass has a lot to do with that. But, yeah. How do you think this uh, Super Bowl, uh, you know, where 
everybody goes to show up and in LA and, and all these mandates in LA, they're all they all they're all gonna be busted violating their own mandates. Well, that's trying to get at. You know, Gavin Newsom didn't even wear a mask in the stadium. The only thing that I actually heard about the NFL and the Super Bowl is that how the city started uh, cleaning up the homeless around the area to make them look a lot better because they can't have these people crapping in front of everybody while, you know, thousands of people coming in and enjoying Super Bowl. You know, ever since whatever happened to the Packers, so that didn't... I know. So I was I, like, I, well, I'm done. I, I don't need to I watch follow anything. my team. You're right. It's exactly right. I'm not too interested. I mean, I like to see an underdog like Cincinnati in there. And, and they got a two-year quarterback which is amazing. Second year in the league, he takes his team to the Super Bowl. Again, I haven't really watched anything, and I was uh, mildly curious when I heard that the Packers were in the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers was doing so well. I was like, oh, this might be his, you know, hurrah, you know, get a Super Bowl, and he's probably done, and I don't know. Yeah. It's just that all the and all the fanfare. Remember everything up to oh Aaron Rodgers with the COVID and this and that and everything he was saying. But now that he's not in contention, well, we don't even talk about him anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like move on. What's the what's, what's the next best thing to keep everybody all trolling and getting crazed? Yeah. And, and then it's now it's back to old Mister Trump, old Donald J. Trump had a big old meeting with all his fellow constituents here in Texas, right, this past weekend? Houston, oh yeah, it was a big one in Texas. Oh my goodness, and they got them all fired up. Everybody's fired up that he is unfit to be the president again because he mentioned that he might pardon some certain January 6th (laughs) insurrectionists. And oh my God, everybody is freaking out all over again. It's it's (laughs) unbelievable. He knows how to push their buttons. Oh, he pushes them hard, too. And oh, is that great? Yeah. And the craziest I, thing is even that thing you sent me about how the world has succeeded and given in to Trump. That they've all capitulated oh, to him. Goodness. During his first four years of presidency, he won the world over. Because uh, he actually was uh, doing stuff for people. He for, demonstrated strength, which the U.S. represents. <laughs> and you know, and you have crazy stuff like Chicago and Portland and Seattle it makes no sense. And of course, spinning back around to the NFL in Los Angeles, California, for that matter, really. Yeah. I mean, this is a, it's gone out of control. And uh, right now, everybody's living in a big bubble because I know before the pandemic, people or people, not people, but cities and states were oh, we're we got a deficit. We got things going on. And all of a sudden, no taxes. I mean, people not working and printing trillions and trillions of dollars. And they've been setting fire to everything and all the vandalism and the all the looting that's been going on. Somebody has to pay for it. And of course, it's, it's regular folk. Well, this is almost uh, March is going to be two years. It's just March. Yes, it's next month. February. Okay, two, yeah, we're at the two-year mark. Yeah, two weeks to, to flat. February 2020. You're right. Uh, there's some psychological studies about how people will uh, uh, put up with so much. And I remember reading something. It came to like 18 to 24 months is about all people can take of certain you know situations. We're at that. We're at our 24 months now. 
and they cannot take it any longer. Exactly. And I see that. I, and that's at least from what I'm not getting from the media, but from all these alternate sources, how everybody is fed up. Everybody's done. Most people are coming to the realization that this was all some type of farce or government control pandemic going back with the masks and with Dr. Fauci and all this craziness and the who. They're, and they're, they're handing CDC. out free masks. N95s, they come out with now the best mask, and, and they're just coming out with them now. Oh, that's terrible. They're passing them all out free. And here's the big change. Everything needs to change. Like, it's getting back with Trump. Everything, again, is what was that thing they also brought up? What was that big victory that they just had that uh, a certain state, Georgia, I believe it was, said that uh, that the mail-in votes are unconstitutional? Uh, yeah, it might have been Georgia. Yeah, they're leading, they're leading the way in a lot of that uh, 2020 I, election fraud. I know it wasn't Wisconsin, but I know they're under the, the fire, too, and Texas is doing some type of stuff. Uh, Gutfield, he's also been talking about that, and Russell Brand's oh. been talking about it. I mean, it's crazy. It's uh, the election of 2020. It's not over. No. Well, I I ought to tell you. You know, maybe you're going to think it's crazy, but there's called a uh, uh, a manual. You could look this up. The uh, the law of war. Uh, it's it defense as the law of war manual. We know the military knows that we were taken over on November 3rd of 2020 election by foreign enemies, China, Canada, uh, Iran, Italy, England. They were all participants in this internal coup on America to seize our government. And the military has been in charge. And I think we're going to see tanks on the streets in our cities and choppers, and we're going to have some uh, nationwide martial law coming up in February. Wow, that's that's brave. <laughs> that's brave, I should say, because that's nuts. <laughs> where, did that, where did that all come from, Gary, all of a sudden? Yeah, Larry, uh, yes. Larry, where did that come from? Because that's intriguing. And I only say that some of the stuff is just far-fetched and... Uh, no, the military's actually been in charge. We know that. Or we'd have looked weak, weak, weak as Biden to the whole world. And, and you know, other countries and enemies move on others when they're weak. Right. And why haven't we leave our adversaries? Because they know. Remember that whole Millie thing? Oh, General uh, Millie? Yeah. Oh, that guy. Oh, that was a joke uh, when he called China and said, I got this under control. And overstepped his bounds as uh, uh, secretary, or uh, what is what is his, he's the joint uh, joint chief of staff. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking secretary of defense, but no, he's he's head of that guy. Yeah, no, I just uh, wanted to blow you away. With uh, February is going to be the most greatest month. Well, I hope and, so. Uh, I hope so. I've been waiting two years for something right? drastic to happen, and. As always, there's things that lead us to believe that we might be on the right track, and then we have these little setbacks, but I think we're finally over it because I believe the people are finally waking up and understanding that we want peace. Uh, we don't want any of this junk anymore. We're tired of it. We're, we're free. 
We want to be free of all this tyranny and all this oppression that apparently everybody's trying to get into this country. And all of a sudden, borders mean something now. I mean, everything's flipping back. It's, uh, it's going to be interesting, to say the least. So when you say things like this come up, there's a good chance that this might happen because the conspiracy theorists have been – things have been coming true a lot more than – Yes. Uh, <laughs> and, and, you know uh, – uh, a astrologist and numerologist and, and the energies that are coming out there and, and having the Galactic Federation uh, uh, working with us. Uh, look at the number two. Uh, Wednesday is going to be two, 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 two. Or, I mean, two, two, twenty-two. Yep, crazy and numbers. then on, on the 22nd of February, it's going to be two, 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 two. Oh, two, two, two. Wow. <laughs> yeah, just think of those dates. This Wednesday's going to be loaded with twos. Crazy things happen, but see, I don't know about that, so I don't know and, if that's good for the... You know, when we have the, the, uh, the Chinese New Year coming up... Well, that just uh, ended. And they have two weeks of celebration in February. Uh, Fat Tuesday's coming up, right? Yeah. <laughs> for two weeks. Well, it's generally a two-week celebration. I mean, and we're not even going down to New Orleans. Well, more and more people are having stuff to celebrate, and that's We'll a, see how Mardi Gras goes this year. We'll see what happens. But <laughs> I want to say thank you to all the uh, Canadians and the truckers and uh, the media that's finally now letting us see in the correct, because uh, uh, just some of the stuff they're trying to say about these truckers and uh, the people protesting, unbelievable. Most Americans that have a brain uh, realize that uh, we're with you, Canada. We're with the truckers. I'm sure we're going to start getting riled up when things do not change. There's a lot happening, and it's getting crazier and crazier. But like you said, February, here we go, folks. Here we go. This is going to be a month to remember for sure. Yes, absolutely. Well, my friend, you keep driving safe. I will talk to you soon. Keep looking for that elusive truth. Let them good vibrations happen. That's it. You got it, Rich. All right, my bud. Take care. We'll see you soon. Thank you. All right, bye. bye. 